Thank you for tuning in to Morning Moments with Pastor Bruce Goddard from Faith Baptist Church. We pray that this is a blessing to you. Well, it's sure great to get some time together today. Thanks for joining us. Uh, this is a great time of year. It's cool, um, depending on when you're listening to this, I guess. But when I'm recording it, the wind is open, roosters crowing next door, and and uh, it's cool enough to be nice and uh, not so cold. We're miserable. And um, you across the country, you have fall. We just have uh, we just have summer. We have a, a hot summer and then a cool summer. And, and uh, sometimes the leaves fall off the trees, but they're usually back on in a few weeks. Uh, but anyway, it's great to be able to serve God. And it's been a good fall. Uh, things that, uh, that Faith Baptist just been a blessing, encouraging. God's sure good. I want to mention a couple things today about personality. We are in a, a pleasant personality a culture. It's all about, uh, you know, you look at these politicians. If they don't have a $10,000 set of teeth smiling out of their face, or probably more than that now, probably $50,000. And, and then they've got to permanently tie their cheeks up so that they're smiling all the time. And the sad thing is, um, that's where preachers are getting. And uh, just that, that, that warm and fuzzy, smiley face. And, and we get where we think smiling and being nice and being pleasant is the main thing. And, uh, and it's crazy. Uh, it's just crazy to do that. And years ago, I had a dentist, and I just love that dentist. Well, he, if he said, my point was at 10 o'clock, at uh, 9.58, the nurse was walking me from the waiting room into the chair. And if he said, and I'd usually ask him, how long do you think this, uh, whatever you're doing is going to take? And he'd tell me. And if he said uh, about 40 minutes, about 39 minutes into the room, he is taking the napkin off or the whatever you want to call the thing around your neck. And, and I'm walking out of the room. And the guy was amazing, uh, you know, of course, reasonably priced like um, you'd want, but, but he was so respectful of time. I've had dentists that, you know, the 10 o'clock appointment, you're, you're getting in there at 11 and it makes me so mad. By the time I get in there, I don't even want my teeth fixed. Now this guy, uh, he had the personality of a doorknob. I mean, he had no personality at all, but he was punctual, punctual. He was reasonable. And my teeth worked when I left and, and I'm not at the dentist office looking for a friend. I want my teeth to work. And he retired, and I've yet to find his equal. Uh, my current desk dentist, he says over and over, "Am I hurting you? Am I hurting you? Am I hurting you?" And I'm thankful for that. And uh, but you know what? If you're if you're a dentist and you're hurting me, I know you're you're going to know I'm hurting you because I'm going to flinch or I'm going to scream or kick you or something. But um, but you know what? It it's not about how nice and courteous the guy is. I want him to respect my time, and I want him to respect my my schedule. And, you know, most any dentist can shoot enough Novocaine into your mouth that you're not going to get hurt, but can they do it on schedule? And, um, and before I, uh, offend this delicate generation, let me just say, I think being nice is good. I think it's a good thing. Um, but this generation's made nice the big thing. One of our young guys some years ago, we our school was pretty big for a while physically and, and numerically before we had the exodus out of California. But even even there was a size. Just we had a we had a our boys were too dominant in the flag football league, eight man flag football. And so for a few years we played tackle football. We probably should have quit a year before we did, but uh, people loved it. 
And uh, but we had one boy. Oh, he would just he was a physically strong and agile, and he was a monster. He'd tackle people and just smash them into the ground. And then he'd big old smile. He'd offer him his hand and help him up. <clears throat> he was most he was the, the, he was so gentlemanly out in the football field. There was no taunting. And uh, but you know being nice isn't the big thing. The big thing is making the tackle and winning the game and having enough character to do what you need to do when you're supposed to do it. Um, John the Baptist called people vipers and whited sepulchers. Peter called out Paul, or Paul called out Peter publicly. There was a Galatians, there was a um, a dinner going on, Gentiles and Jews, and uh, all Christians. But um, um, when some Christians came from Jerusalem, or some some of the Jewish leaders came from Jerusalem. Barnabas and Peter and some others kind of withdrew from the Gentiles. They didn't want to be seen eating with Gentiles. Oh, Peter stood up and in front of everybody, he just ripped into them. And, um, you know, um, they, they're not going to give any grace. Paul called people by name. Uh, you read through the, the epistles of Paul. He called people names. He told Timothy, beware this guy and beware that guy. They've caused much hurt, hurt and division. And John, the beloved disciple, over in second or third John, he just, oh, he made a big deal. And he talked about some people that were a problem, called him by name. You know, Elijah, when he was up on Mount Carmel uh, with the prophets of Baal, he started making fun. I mean, there's crowds of people, thousands of people around there, I'm guessing, but great crowds of people. And all these 300 or so prophets of Baal, he started making fun of their gods. I mean, he was mocked. Maybe he's on a journey. Maybe he's out hunting. Maybe he's asleep and he can't hear you. Cry louder. <clears throat> Man, he, he made fun of them. And then after he called down fire from heaven, he took a sword and he chopped up those 300 prophets of Baal. And that is certainly not nice. In Luke 3, 7, um, it says, then, then said he to the multitude that came forth to be baptized of him, O generation of vipers, who hath warned you to flee from the wrath to come. That's not the kind of preaching you hear today. Uh, John 8, 44, Jesus said, you're of your father, the devil. And the lust of your father, you will do. Again, that's not nice. That's not warm and fuzzy and personable. Acts chapter 13, verse 10, he said, O oh, oh, full of all subtlety and all mischief, thou child of the devil, thou enemy of all righteousness, thou wilt thou not cease to pervert the right ways of the Lord. Now these verses and a whole bunch more like those, they're all through the scriptures. And um, um, people were blunt and people were clear and people got their point across. And I'm not against being nice, but I'm against thinking that nice is the most important thing. That's one reason boys need a dad. Um, and no offense, there's always some exceptions. There's some good, strong moms. But too often moms think nice and uh, hair combed and shirt tucked in is the big thing. And it's not. Doing the, doing right is the big thing. And there's no Bible verse that says, Thou shalt tuck thy shirt in or keep thy hair uh, trimmed and plastered against your head. That's not scriptural. That's just cultural. But there's some right and wrong. And see, we allowed the media to get people to resent President Trump's temperament while the nation prospered like never in my lifetime. I don't want a nice doctor. I want a doctor that'll get me well. And I'm not looking for a president who can be my pastor. I'm looking for a president who, I like that that president who said, speak softly but carry a big stick. I like that. I'm looking for a man in the Congress or in the White House who's capable of respecting the freedom of the people and creating a, a climate business-wise where people have jobs and then leave us alone. And uh, every ethnic group, 
every demographic of America, their employment was at record low when President Trump was in the White House. It didn't matter. Women, men, um, minorities, immigrants, everybody. The, the, the employment was better. The economy was better than under any president ever in recorded history. So I'm not looking for a pastor. If I want a pastor, I'm going to go to the church. A guy in the White House, I want him. Uh, I don't care if he's nice. I want the job done. And stupid Americans or crooked people took away the most prosperous time in American history um, because under the guise of he's not nice. And, oh, you know, this society we're in, these churches of America, they wouldn't have liked Jesus. They wouldn't have liked Jeremiah, Isaiah, Micah, uh, about any man of God in the Bible. Because the people of God said, thus saith the Lord. And they called out sin. Ezekiel said, smite with the hand and, and slap the thigh and stomp the foot. And, and uh, there, was some, there was some blunt preaching. And God said to Jeremiah, I've called you to pull down and to pluck up and to, to destroy and then to plant. And uh, there's some tough stuff needs to be done. And uh, let's, let's be careful to exalt um, right and I think we ought to teach manners if we can. I think it's good that we help young people learn appropriate um, conversation and the right way to talk to people. I don't think children should interrupt adults. There should be respect of age and all those things. I think young people ought to stand up when an adult walks into the room. And I think the ladies ought to get the chair and the door ought to be open for ladies. And the men or ladies ought to have the chair and the kids should sit on the floor if there's not enough chairs for everybody. I'm for, I'm for manners. I am big on manners. Um, if someone walks into my office, it would be, and it happens all day long, but it's a rare thing I don't stand up for those that are um, walking into my office because I respect those people that I work with. And so I'm for nice, I'm for polite, I'm for good manners, but nice isn't a biblical character trait compared to righteousness. And uh, let's be careful not to make nice the big deal. It's just not that way. And if the president never smiles and the congressman never shows his teeth and half of them are crooked, if he'll make this country free and prosperous, I'll vote for him. Leave us alone. Uh, save the babies. Stop this murdering of little infants still in the mother's womb. And uh, people talk about right to, uh, the, the, you know, choosing. Uh, I, I want that little baby to have a right to choose. And the only way to do that is to not kill them. But um, I'm not concerned about whether a guy's got a pimple on his nose or whether the crease in his pants is just right. I'm concerned if he, about right and wrong. Uh, do they believe in freedom? Do they believe in the Constitution, the Bill of Rights? And anyway, great, great thing to have a, a chance to live for God. Hope you have a great day. Let's take time to pray for our country. These elections coming up and uh, let's on purpose. Let's live for God. Do the right thing. And I like what our, our pastor used to say in Indiana. He said, I would like to do right, rightly, meaning doing the right thing in the right spirit. And he said, but I would rather do right wrongly than do wrong rightly. And I thought, oh, that's a good, simple statement. Uh, let's do the right thing. And if we can do it in a right spirit, in a right uh, attitude, good. But if we can't, let's do right anyway, because right is always right. And it's not personality, and it's not smile, and it's not how many teeth you got. Let's just make a difference for good and right. Have a great day.